0: Tangle 1 at the top, we are a follow-up vehicle. 10-4, Tangle 1, you have control. Tangle 1 copy. Stand by. Stand by. Integrity, passion, resilience. That's what this place was built on. That's what our community is founded on. Don't act like the example, just be the example. This is the home of the greatest fitness community in the world. We're trying to create strong, able bodies, resilient to injury with a gas tank to get shit done. If there's one thing from this podcast about taking media action, find the problem, fix the problem, this is your opportunity. It's either a hell yes or a fuck no. Is that simple? Today's one podcast. now is the time to take action now's the time to do more and be more
1: I <laughs> get that you know you know what I'm saying though but like you have <laughs> you have all these all these hosts the best ones are the ones where it's natural if it's too uh, if it's too fabricated people you're gonna lose people.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I used to, when we first, like the first time you were on this podcast, whatever that was almost two years ago now, probably I used to have like everything scripted in a PowerPoint and like, you know, it wasn't like, it just kept me on. I found out, I did it like not every question. It would just kind of flow, but I, like now I don't
1: even take it. I take especially if I know uh, the person, I don't even like 100%. When, a show. A I just, a show I just listened to, um, and I'll plug, uh, Uh, Joel Jameson and Luca Hosevar. And it was in like, they weren't wearing headsets like my telemarketer headset right now. And all they did was just start talking about training. And there was, it was probably on a cell phone and they just started rapping about training and they cut the show. There was no intro, there was no outro. And I was like, damn, that's like probably the best. That's the best uh, show on training I've heard in a really long time like no ads no nothing and uh not saying you can't have those things to have a good show but uh it was just off the cuff and it was real and um i liked it a lot so well we've since well casey's gone right because he got he got a job
0: um like a fireman job so Mm -hmm. it's just me now and you know i bring in danny comes in Corey comes in a lot and you know so i have like guys who kind of like almost like co-hosts but they're they don't come in once every five or six episodes but anyways, we switched from the, we used to have a big table that we did it at to now it's like a lounge. Like it's just like yeah. comfortable chairs. And we put our foot, we have a, one of the tires that we don't use from the gym that we threw as our, as our footrest. Yeah. And it is so much more relaxed. And like yeah. the guests, even like the guests who are like more prim and proper, you know, like are probably used to sitting at desks and having meetings. They come in there you could feel yeah. like the shield oh, is like sure. down instead of like that first, usually it takes that first five, six minutes of conversation for you to get people to relax now it's like happens right away
1: no doubt my favorite show and when i'm trying to just not think about anything business or self-help or training is the i don't know if you listen uh bussing with the boys will compton and they do the whole show is in like a, a short bus literally they like created this short this bus and they ripped out the insides of it and will played linebacker for 10 years and uh the other guys tyler uh uh i forget always mispronounces lewan the um the left oh, tackle the, on the, the tackle for the Titans. Yeah. yeah so they do it together and they get like hilarious guests like they've had uh like dick uh or um rabel on uh mike Vrabel. they've had like leonard furnette they had uh, aaron rogers you get so- dick dick from mike is you because, no, is it because dick- you're looking at this mustache no because you're looking at this Dick for meal is what I was thinking about. I'm like, no, it wasn't Dick for meal. It was Mike Rabel. And uh, there, if you haven't listened to that show, these guys are hilarious, man. My brother put me on to it, and I've been hooked. Oh, so now that we've uh, we've talked about every other show, let's talk about this one and yeah,
0: get rolling, absolutely, man. So, man. let's roll. So while well, we're taking one podcast, everybody, today my guest is Dan Goodman. We got to give a little bit of an intro. I feel like anybody who follows me has a good idea who you are, though uh dan's from just outside of new york city and uh owner of one of the owners of varsity house gym the business of strength and uh who knows what else every time i get on here you always have something else up your sleeve so we haven't caught up in a long time i thought this would just be a quick uh great forum to kind of do that and then yeah. you know make some entertainment out of it too man so oh, today, today yeah. i just want to talk to you about anything and everything our trip to new york city i know you got a business strength thing coming up um football coaching who knows oh it goes. yeah strength. for
1: sure I mean, when you when you reached out to me, it was like Friday, two o'clock, I'm in, man. Yeah, man. this is like three hours ago, too, right? <laughs> it's awesome. Man. I mean, usually on Fridays, I try to um usually in my schedule, it's just it literally says something that's just evergreen on my schedule, roundup, weekly roundup. So this is my weekly roundup. Um, spending it with you. I always do my next week's schedule, um, and making sure that uh that the week is tidy before I can you know, go enjoy family time and weekend. I'm actually going tomorrow. Um, I know we've got our New York, you know, you got your New York city trip with the, with Danny and the boys and uh, the giant game, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, but tomorrow actually my brother played for a school SUNY Courtland, and they play in, uh, they call it the, the biggest little game in America every year it's court SUNY Cortland versus Ithaca college. And they're two small schools within 15 miles of each other in upstate New York. And three years ago, they played at MetLife and they broke the division three attendance record. I think it was like 48,000 people. Wow! And tomorrow they're playing at giant, uh, excuse me at Yankee stadium. So my whole family's going to that. And then, uh, you know, then I'll, see you guys at the giant game on December 11th i think it is so that's what we uh that's what we got going on and uh from a personal standpoint but um you know i, I know you guys uh I, we were also going on the on the 20th. so a lot of football in the fall a lot of work but um otherwise things are going really well on our end man it's always uh it always feels like we're chasing the next goal um but sometimes you get to step back and really been trying to be more mindful of weekends of being family time and know, when you're, I know, I know probably a lot of entrepreneurs and personal trainers listen to this, but you can always find work if you're looking for it. Sometimes you have to stop looking for it. And that's when you have the biggest aha moments is like, you know, you're literally in the shower, you know, you're, (laughs) you're, you're like, sitting with a fishing pole and you're like, you know what, like, I really need to do this for my marketing or, or whatever it may be, usually nobody gives themselves enough space and separation from the race of like, getting things chopped off their to do list, just like on to the next thing. And there's no conscious thinking happening. Um, So I've really been trying to block out weekends for I might stop in the gym and work out and stuff that doesn't count. But really being mindful of having time and space to just be Yeah, man. And so on Fridays before you leave, you kind of do your roundup. Do you revisit that on Sunday night before you come into Monday morning? So something that we do um, as a team on Thursdays at four o'clock, I send because this is part of our growth plan. Like our plan is to is to continue to grow the Varsity House brand. Right now, we have two brick and mortar locations with the goal of having a third in 23. And and we'll see where it goes right now. I'm focused on 23. What's right in front of us. And obviously you can't be in three places at three times, you know, at one time. So it's been really important for me to start building the structure of what management and the accountability chart will look like with three standalone facilities. So something that we do is um, a weekly roundup as a staff. And um, we ask a couple questions. The questions are exactly the same every single week. So it's it's on Slack. And so you can see last week, like, okay, this is what I said I was going to do. Like, here is the, here's my personal win of the week. Here's my professional win of the week. Here's what I'm learning, right? Here's, here's what my fitness looked like this week. And next week, my number one priority is this. And it gets rinsed and repeated and I post it with a state of the union and the state of the union's like two to four sentences. It could be highlighting a person, a process, something in the business that went exceptionally well. And then it goes into those five questions and I answer it too. And I lead the charge on like, and I'll be vulnerable about stuff like personal stuff. If I'm having a real issue, I'm going to let people know. Right. Communication is something that we talk about. I mean, Tony, I don't have to tell you, like you're one of the best leaders I know, a lot of it is just empathy, being vulnerable to like the realness of life and showing that like, hey, look, like we all got stuff going on. And, you know, it, it's led to some really cool breakthrough moments. Like right now, our entire team in multiple buildings is doing the tra- the transformation challenge together. And these check-ins, they always lead to like chop busting, you know, because it's like, oh, you only did three sessions last week. No chance you're going to beat me in this challenge. You know, it's just, it's good fun. And sometimes it's serious, you know, like I'll flat out say like, hey, my one thing last week was to do this and it did not get done. It will happen this week. And then what we do is every Monday, I have a meeting with both facility leaders, uh, Coach Mike Caprileone's facility leader in Orangeburg, Um, coach Kat is facility leader in Ridgewood. And um, I meet with them individually every Monday for 20 minutes, stand up meeting. And then I'll meet with both advisory teams, the advisory team in Orangeburg on Monday, advisory team in Ridgewood on Tuesday, that's an in person meeting. And that sets the rhythm for the week. So we start the week, we finish the week and the questions and the meeting tempos are exactly the same. We'll talk about different things, but for us, <clears throat> we will have a rock. We'll have a goal for, for, um, three months. We'll have a couple different issues that we want to accomplish. And it's just like, Hey, it, it should get boring. Right. I, I l- always revert back to football. I know you're coaching the boys right now, but it's like, I played football for 20 years. I practiced a kick step, a power step, and, a uh, Uh, punch points of a block. Dude, over 10,000 times. Yeah. And when I was done, like I can get out of bed today. And I'm not saying I'd be that good at it. But I know the steps. I know where my hands need to go. I I remember my playbook still from college, because it's just so ingrained. And um, a lot of times my general feeling with business owners is they get the entrepreneurial ADD. If everything matters, nothing matters. And um, creating the tempo of finishing the week with the check in, everybody's got to do it on Friday or Saturday. I respond to every single message there, every single one, sometimes individually, but most of the time as a group. And then we rinse and repeat on Monday. We set the tempo for the week. Where are we at with our rocks and goals? Move forward. Nice,
0: man. You know what? My year end is coming. And, you know, here's, here's your plug for business of strength. I mean, and everybody who's listening, like it's not running a gym. It's not running a football team. It's not it, this is leadership. This is like this very same platform can be used in your family. Like I teach this stuff and I learned a lot of this stuff from you guys. And, you know, just as you guys have done from learning it from other coaches and, but taking your own experiences, your own, like, you know maybe a little bit from me and a little bit from oh, yeah. you know, people at like Jim Jones. They're like we take it all from learn. And we, then we, you and I, we talk like, hundred percent we talk every two, three weeks and, and it's always like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? How are you doing that? And, exactly. and like, I think that that roundup thing is what I am missing. Cause I'm going to tell you what this uh, you're looking to have that third gym. We've got the third gym running. And I, I think I, I've said this to you about having kids too. Like you have the one and I have the two and it's such a difference having two versus one. You laugh. You're like, Oh, you, and you said, you, and, you know, people said it to me like, hey, when you have that second kid, you're, you're going to laugh at that what you find stressful now with the oh. one. Well, I, I've i heard people who say, well, if you have a third, you kind of lose control of things. <laughs> you, lose yeah. track, you lose track of that. Yeah. And I'm finding with the third gym, I'm very much struggling. Um, the team that I used to see constantly, I don't see them. Like I need to like make efforts. And then sometimes those efforts are impossible because – they're you know they're working three to eight and i have a commitment three to eight that one day that they're going to be so it's been it's been a challenge for sure and I, i love yeah. that we, that we start the week off right i'm not sure we close it out right now i like that
1: we're going to apply that in some kind it, of it also place. closes the book on the week and it allows yeah. you it's like um for anybody that does a to-do list you know you like if you have like two or three items and you finish it and you leave you're like yes i won the day like even if it was like trivial things right and to your point I have a buddy he's been on our podcast uh Devin Gage and I was I talked to him about business all the time and I was like man what are we missing like as we're growing like I feel I feel less um engaged with the day-to-day I used to be on the floor for 25 sessions a week so you're you're seeing everybody when you're in one space you can control anything like your point with parenting it's like with one child and two parents like you know you're not playing man to man you're playing two of you to guard one <laughs> child you know now it's We're like half two trap. children yeah there's just like there's multiple things and we've got other businesses and there's just everything is vying for for your focus and it's like well if i only have x now i have half the time to focus on i have to make sure my time is meaningful and he gave the suggestion he's just like well a really easy way to find pulse is by doing something exactly like that. And he gave me this suggestion. We've ran it, uh, I don't know, maybe a year and it's, it's been working exceptionally well. And when I finish it like today, right before the call, I posted it yesterday, like one person had responded and I like made a joke of it. I was like, all right, who wants to be the Derek Jeter of our Friday (laughs) check-in and it's people are going to do it, but you know, my job as the um, my job, I call myself the chief reminding officer. And I'm the one that's kind of like, you know, doing this and keeping shit in line. And sometimes that's annoying. But um, I'm okay with that. Uh, that is, uh, it's like back to the parenting. It's like with your children, at least my mindset is I have a great relationship with my parents. I'm very fortunate. But as I was growing up, we weren't best friends. Like they were the boss, you know? And they were like, hey, you're out of line. This is the this is the line. My mom was a, was a teacher. Like it was real. You know, and my dad was, he's the man, like love him, I'm hanging out with them tomorrow. But there was a real delineation of right from wrong. And this is the, where you need to stay. And sometimes with as business owners, as you grow your team, you could have, this is a family here. We've had people be on our staff over a decade but at the end of the day it's like you could be this one big happy family if people aren't making the money they want to make they leave and sometimes you need to have those uncomfortable conversations where it's like hey Tony did you or did you not do what you said you were going to do and you know that's that's my take on on it yeah um, I agree you don't know how you're you're saying that you're keeping
0: him on track too and And myself, I mean, you're you're keeping yourself on track by putting exactly. So, and it's the same in fitness. Like we're telling people, like, do it. Like I love your adage for football because here's a good example. So uh, yes, I coach seven and nine year olds in football, and we are doing. It's we're going to the championship this week, and what were my offensive linemen doing? They were working on their steps. Yeah, what were our what were our running backs and quarterbacks doing? They're working on their footwork. That's very same drills we did twelve weeks ago. And my ex- explanation to them was actually this just a couple of weeks ago was, you know what they're doing in the NFL training camp right now? The very same <laughs> drills. So yeah. get used to this. Cause you are going, if you want to excel, you're going to have to do this every day. You know, if you want to be good at bench press, you are going to have to do those things to, to, you know, if you want to like lurk, look, look a certain way, you have to do these things eat like this every single day. And I think at us in business and in our lives and for the employees and the like, you know, we call them our team. They're not really employees, just like you say. And it's it's the same, like you're helping to keep, if you can keep their, help them with a process to keep them accountable at home, their performance here is going to be
1: better. hundred percent. Right, and, and, and everybody's gonna be happier. And also like people, I mean, <clears throat> for most small business owners, um, you are doing a job in your business and it's hard to disassociate sometimes and being like, and what I mean by that is like, oh, well, let's say, Tony, like you're in charge of sales at the garage gym and sales are tanking like. It's on you like you're not doing a good job and you get paid to do a job. And certain times it's like as a, yeah, we it's team members too, its culture, it's the whole thing. But ultimately, like we we have to keep score just like you keep scoring a football game. It doesn't mean you're a bad person, but it's like if you're playing left guard and you've let up two sacks two weeks in a row, like somebody is going to get your job because you're not doing what we need to do to win the game. And um, I know I've struggled with this in leadership because I always try to turn a blind eye to it. (laughs) But sometimes you have to, there has to be clear performance indications of, is this person winning or losing at their job and if they're losing is the first inclination to like avoid the conflict healthy conflict or is it to help them and give them direct advice on this is the expectation and this is what we hope to see from you and how can I help you do a better job and you know to revert it back to to the roundup If if I can I can see something consistently happening, like the person's not getting their one thing done, or like on a personal side they've been struggling a lot. It allows us to like get ahead of it before. There's a lot of people, especially in a gym, it's just like avoidance is the strategy. No, just work harder, (laughs) and it's it's the truth. But um, especially with dudes, they don't talk about anything, and um, a lot of times when you force it, you can get ahead of like a critical issue. Yeah, man, I
0: agree a hundred percent. And then personally, when yeah. and here's a good like when I eat, I eat pretty well. Man, I know because I I pay. Yeah, so we've much all attention. seen the
1: eight pack, Tony. Come all on, right? Man. right, right. We've okay, all seen yeah, it. yeah.
0: So I know though when I if I chicken wings, if I'm gonna go out with the guys, I'm gonna have pizza instead of chicken wings because chicken wings mess my stomach up. And then the reason I know it's chicken wings is because I eat healthy all the time. And then every time I have chicken wings, I have this reaction. My point being that if I don't do those things. I don't get the things done or don't build out my routine for structure for the week. Now, because it's so consistent for so long, I can start to realize that, yeah, I'm not my stomach upset, but there's things upset in my life. And it's like, what am I not doing? Like, what am I, what am I ingesting? Like, you know, metaphorically or whatever you want to oh, say, yeah, yeah, like that, that's not right. And a lot of times it comes back to my schedule. When I find myself snapping at the kids too much or snapping at Danny, it's either I haven't, programmed in enough time for myself to kind of like because i do need that very much or it's because i've not set up my routine and i'm chasing my tail all week and i'm not having those small wins you're talking about Mm -hmm. so the better the routine you build and and really all the pillars of life i think the more apt you are to catch yourself instead Mm -hmm. of being looking outside which i think especially us dudes do all the time so man i i think uh well like speaking of dudes this mustache is for the dudes we are we are bringing back cruising brews man we're bringing it nice. back awesome when we're bringing it back uh, i think we're gonna go december 4th we're looking at we were trying to fly this thing together and get. dude you
1: gym. can't give us more notice than like two uh, weeks yeah no right Come well on, that's man. what
0: the other gyms are saying too to me and and the cancer center we just kind of decided this we had a couple of uh you know a couple of my close friends have been hit by this same age as me and and same age kids and it's just I was like man we need to get back behind get back behind these people and raise some money and That was
1: one of the coolest events you know that actual event uh changed the way that so we we've, we've done the strong man for um for pediatric sarcomas right. um we've done it dating back since 2009 and it was always like a hardcore strong man it turned into like a block party but this year we actually did it inspired by cruise and brews, same exact event, not two hours, but we did a, <laughs> uh, we did a ski team, ski component, team row component, collective effort for like a, a huge prize. And we raised like, we didn't raise as much as you guys, but we raised like 10 grand or something like it's that. Amazing. I can't even remember, but yeah, it was uh it was a great event. And I remember, I mean, you guys ran a kick-ass event. That was awesome. I really would love to get the skiers
0: in, involved but i'm so worried that the skiers will break partway through the relay because you know yeah. they they go down so much more often than the rowers but like honestly a ski relay you know not to knock my event the ski relay is more fun like up to me oh it's way more. you know more it's way more you're there's way no more transition like, yeah you're like way more involved than like you know it's like because of the way you you know you're, you're actually handing those batons to people i, I think that's the
1: only thing. way i think it could work is if you had like backups and then, like, if one did break, like everybody's gonna stop Whoa! like we did at Jim Jones. Like <laughs> yeah. that happened a few times. Oh yeah, a million
0: times. A million right. times all those heathens pulling on it. So man, I'm coming to New York City. I know people love hearing about travel and stuff, and uh nobody better to ask. Or well, maybe one person goes, Joe's the, the tour guide of all tour guides. My yeah, feet like, yeah. still hurt from the walk he took us on.
1: <laughs> that was fun, man.
0: <laughs> but we're coming uh, down there. Uh, my kids are all they've like got a list. Man, I gotta send it to you. It's like they've written everything down, two sides. What are like the three things I can't miss with my family? Like, well, I'm, you're I don't coming to New long. York
1: in Christ- at Christmas time. Yes,
0: I I've, and I've always wanted to do this. Yeah, it's the, great. The, you know, the football games, the icing on the cake. Oh, of my course, my kid loves the Eagles, and we're gonna get heckled in the stands. But other it's than awesome. the football game. What else? What are the three?
1: So things? have the have the have the kids watched Home Alone? Oh yeah. And we're, we're like going to watch it three more times before we, okay. Up. So um, for, for, for the, obviously this is kids focused. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. The, kids okay. focused. but I don't want to be like, I'm not like, no, sick. I get it. You, you got to see the tree. You yes. got to go to the tree. You got to go to the tree at Rockefeller center. Um, You have to do some New York pizza and like the, in the village, there's a bunch of places, but like people will battle about it. You can look on the Barcel reviews. We as a team went to a place called John's on Bleecker Street. It's like a cash only, pie only. It's freaking amazing! It's amazing! It's been there for over a hundred years. Just true New York City pizza parlor. That's a really good spot. And then you've got, you know, you've got the the classic toy stores. You know, so just prepare the credit card. But like the FIO Schwartz and uh, also there is a place you could go on man there's so much keep going man keep going um, okay so bryant park in manhattan has a christmas village and bryant park it's not like nearly as big as central park but bryant park puts together this christmas village all around the perimeter of the park and um it's uh in the middle is a big um ice skating rink and you know, there's like hot chocolates, there's like little stuff that you could buy. Um, there's some fancy restaurants around the perimeter of it, and it's just decorated, it's beautiful, you know, it's like all surrounded by skyscrapers, that's really cool. And then something that's like not Christmassy, but is something that's really cool, is there's a place called Chelsea Piers right on the Hudson River, and it's man. Um, no, we went, I think we went to Chelsea where we did the rock climbing at the retreat. Yeah, yes. That's yeah. Chelsea Pierce. That but massive Chelsea, gym. That massive gym also is a massive bowling alley, a humongous, um, uh, golf range where you're hitting the balls into the Hudson river. Like there's a net that catches them. It has a, actually has a reloadable ball there and you're hitting it. It's, it's really cool. Cause you have a whole view of the Jersey side and the Hudson river, there's uh like go-kart there's all sorts of stuff at chelsea piers that uh that everybody loves my uh my bachelor party we had at chelsea piers and we had uh you would enjoy this because if you're the tango one stuff you we went out for my bachelor party the 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 pugil sticks is that what they're called <laughs> yes they have the batting cages and then like you get out with the sticks. You're just beating the shit out of each other. There's, like, the gymnastics where we're just, like, this, like, obstacle course. So Chelsea Piers is cool. And uh, a place that I, I – mean, you might want to go just to see it, but, like, don't spend too much time in Times Square. It's uh, – you walk through it. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. How many nights are you there? We're only there for – we'll be there Saturday night, Sunday night,
0: Monday night. That's it. Gone. So it's going to be quick, quick in and out. Yeah, Times Square, I, I think the kids will get a kick out of just seeing all those screens. But yeah. I remember Times Square walking through there, and I had to like walk sideways. Like you couldn't oh, even yeah. walk with the person you're with. I've never seen so many people. It was like midnight, and it wasn't even a Saturday night. I've never seen yeah. anything like it. They, they, they'll
1: like it, but it's not like real. I mean, you go there. You got to go there to see it. But I I on the agenda, if you were putting a, an agenda together, that's it's a 15-minute walkthrough
0: yeah yeah pizza uh, is definitely on the agenda you guys you guys like last time anybody who's going on this business of strength or people are on the fence about booking because i know we're going to get some of your audience onto this thing i am a business of of strength like og yeah Um, and man going down there to new york and the information the seminar was amazing of course but having like you two uh, take us around new york city like from like an, you get, I don't know. It's different than going as like on your own with your family oh, yeah, trying yeah. to figure it out. I didn't Definitely. have to think. You guys were just like, okay, now walk this way and walk this way, and you guys got to try this pizza and let's go grab yeah. a beer here. It was just that was That was that was outstanding. I remember being in Grand Central Station, all of us. Yeah, that picture that Joe. Yeah, yeah, after, yeah,
1: yeah. It was just like, man, this is the this is the life. This is yeah, awesome. it's cool. The um, one other thing that just popped into my head. I believe the FAO Schwartz toy store is like. I could be wrong, but where the movie Home Alone is filmed is the Plaza Hotel. Right. And it's right across the street. I forget what... I think it's Central Park is right there. So you got to do some Central Park because it's a a really cool... It's really cool. And you can go into the Plaza. You don't have to stay there. It's decorated for Christmas and everything. And it's freaking super expensive, but usually... Dane and I will go to the city around Christmas time for a day. And we'll go we'll always we'll get a, a drink at one of the fancy hotels, it'll be like, you know, $30 a drink. And then we'll move on and go to a dinner. We usually try a different restaurant every year. And it's it's a tradition, we do it every every year. And um, a few years in a row, we did the Plaza Hotel. Um, and you can go in there and you can have a drink. I, I don't know, like if the boys would love it because it's it's a stuffy hotel but that is where home alone is filmed so even if you walk past they'll know exactly if they've watched the movie a bunch they're gonna know exactly what what they're looking at so that'd be pretty cool
0: yeah for sure we're gonna do that we we already we've set them up there will be some stops some mom and dad stops for a cocktail here and there especially i want to uh you know um i want i would love to try to find that bar that we couldn't find uh, in the Grand Central Station, the the oh, the bar one there. on
1: the the basement. Yes, I'd like yeah. to try to find that place, but yeah. We'll see. do you know where you're staying yet, or no? Like what yeah, neighborhood? Yeah, we're on Thirty uh, Fifth. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean you're right there. I mean, yeah, my mom was able a... to hook us up with a decent price, considering it's Christmas in New York. All right, here's one more suggestion. There's a place called um, the Refinery Hotel, and they have a open to the public rooftop the refinery rooftop and it's a in the summertime it's an indoor outdoor the whole ceiling is all glass and it has a retractable roof outside it'll be enclosed but it'll still be all glass and it is perched directly next to the empire state building with like an incredible view and it's lit up you know we went uh Dane and i and my brother and friends we went for july 4th it's you know red white and blue and you're literally like you could take pictures in front of it. It's like you could almost like your King Kong. You can touch the Empire State Building. That's a really cool uh, photo opt. Good. We're
0: looking for ways to like scratch two things at once, right? We get to have a nice drink, and then the kids get to see the that's you know, a good the building. One. They really want to see their that's on their list. The Empire State Building. That's
1: that's a good one then. Awesome, man. That's like a good
0: I, one. I'm not a like a big into cities person. I've been to a lot of great cities, but man, I' telling you, like New York City, it's something special, and I I cannot wait to see it at Christmas. I can't wait to go to the stadium. Uh, oh yeah, tailgating with you guys. I am looking forward to that. Hopefully we get time. some
1: good weather. You know, it could be hit or, like December that time. It could be like mild, mid 50s or it could be like 20 degrees. <laughs> yeah, blizzard. So, yeah. Blizzard and it could be a
0: showdown, man. They like who knows that they move
1: that game to the nighttime. We might be freezing our. It could be a play. That's that could literally be for I mean, division. we got we got the Texans this weekend which should be a should be a dub. Um you know, it could be for the division. I mean, the Cowboys are pretty good too, but uh, we'll see. You know how jealous I am. Like, you know, the last couple of years, you and I have been like sharing text
0: because your team sucked too. The Giants <laughs> and my, my team, and I mean, I thought this was our year. I'm like, I'm so done with this right now. I'm so you done. You guys with have this. some youth
1: that it's promising everybody's oh. just got to stay healthy and uh i know there's a lot of a lot of fans around uh dan campbell he was a giant for a long time yes he was
0: yeah the only so. team in the league where we could be up like 21 to 10 21 to 3 and like i've it's already in my chest like i know it's a loss like i know we're taking an l even though we're up at halftime yeah. by 14 points only you, team guys, in the league.
1: you guys uh doing the tradition is the tradition living on for thanksgiving and the lions and taking the day and yep you yep, do that every year right
0: that's coming up in what two weeks your thanksgiving
1: yeah so yeah yep. we'll be we go to my buddy cal's
0: house he cooks a big turkey we went to the game for so many years and then it just became we actually after that oh and 16 season we like said we would never buy another lion's ticket again and, and so we
1: started going to uh his house and it's actually way more fun because we get all the games all day long right is it affordable to go to a lions game now because they've been so bad or what yeah, that's the thing with the Lions. That's what that's what makes us crazy. Is like it's never changed. Like everybody, they
0: sell out. It's like if all of us just boycott it, maybe we'll do something. Like you know, man. But yeah, the, it's still sold out. It's still the same prices. Well, higher every year, obviously. And, yeah. And you know, it, but it, it is a doable game. It's I mean, looking at the price of the tickets for us to
1: come up there, holy crow. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. It's, it's man. a lot more doable it's, than it's like, New York game. It's but, nutty, hey, man. Like the parking tomorrow. I, I mean. The last Yankee game I went to, and like the lots always the same. I, I parking at Yankee Stadium is like fifty-five dollars for for parking, and it's like, damn, you know, this is uh, it's um, it's expensive. <laughs> All right, business
0: is strength. So what do you got going on? Uh, tell us about it, just in case. We do have some gym owners that listen to this. I know yeah, yeah. Sawyer from up here was a part of your crew for a long time and did some great things with it. She's since expanded to
1: a second one. She's killing it. I stay in yeah. touch with her all the time. Still speak with Sawyer. She's still involved in the business of strength. So we have our final uh, two-day uh, business immersion here, December 8th and 9th. Um, it's always a crew of 10 or less. Uh, we teach practical lessons on how a... Uh, gym that is not a globo gym can run and sustain uh, marketing plans, uh, sales tactics that work for personal trainers and gym owners, and running a a profitable training model. I mean, I think a lot of times people are like, hey, like my X's and O's will sell forever. And they're amazing. And I'm the best coach there ever was. And it's just there's this industry is improving. Um, There's as there's better practitioners that are hitting the industry every single year, you have to have a scalable model and uh, getting people here to see it in motion. It's uh it's almost like, you know, pulling the curtain back to, so people can literally see the machine operating sessions happening, multiple coaches, coaching similar sessions. And it is something that absolutely can be systemized and you don't have to own a franchise to do it. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but for a personal trainer or aspiring gym owner or current gym owner that wants to, uh, Wants to be able to turn their passion for fitness into a profitable, uh, sustainable business, then uh, December eighth and 9th is for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I would recommend it hugely. You guys you can get uh, whoever your editor is to cut some some tweaks from this. But I I've said this here, uh, and you guys have heard me say it probably on on your uh, testimonials, and it's it's the truth. Like we sent Danny to you and uh, to you and Joe, and within three months we we gained thirty five percent. On our, you know, on our bottom line, that I mean, that speaks volumes. And I, and we were already running a pretty good thing. That's that's what I like to say. Like, and we just, I think, when you first start off, or even maybe if you've been here a year or two, like you don't realize some of the things you're leaving out there, some of the low hanging fruit that you haven't touched, some of the expenses that are too high, some of the unnecessary moves you're making, because like that's part of it too. Is like opportunity versus distraction is always the is always the dilemma here. I find as I as I grow with the entrepreneurship, it's like, will this. And and sometimes sales don't equal profits. It's another thing to to of uh, course consider. Sometimes, almost all the time, it's very hard. Sales are easy, profits are hard. That was exactly
1: your life. exactly. And it's uh, I have at this point. I think there's certain times when you need to be totally focused on like acquiring skill set, right? Of like in the now, doing the tactical work, like not worrying about like comparison syndrome or whatever. It's just, like need to do the work, like in the first phase of business, like. You know, you don't need consulting if like you've never trained anybody, like start training people, you know, right. start that first. But eventually when you've been in it six months, a year, 18 months, the amount of headache that a couple, like maybe a half hour conversation with somebody that's three years ahead of you in the processes can save you is incredible. And it's <clears throat> consulting is always one of those things or going to an event. Uh, Time is everything. If it can speed up the deal by six months, by a year, by 18 months, yeah, it's something you might've figured out on your own, but you've just missed out on 18 months of earning potential. And it's somebody to find the, that's why you and I communicate about business because what we're looking for is strength and weakness and blind spot. You could talk to me about something about people in your business that I don't know. And I know people in your business, but let's just say I didn't. I'd be like, yeah, there's a problem there because I have no emotional attachment to it, and and the same goes for me. You have no emotional attachment to it. It's like, hey, man, like there is an issue with this, or hey, you champion an idea. Hey, that's a great idea. What I would do to plus it is this, and it's uh, it's a trusted res- resource of of somebody you respect. That's what that's what good coaching is. Think about for the trainers that are doing this. It's like how many clients do we have? And we have, we all have them that have trained with you for five, six, seven years. They probably know a lot about fitness at this point. They probably yes. do. Yeah, so why absolutely. do they keep coming? Why do yeah. they keep coming? Because they, they be know them. the accountability, the coaching can extract that next 5% or the last 5%. And um, everybody, every coach needs a coach.
0: Yeah, I agree. And like you said, with but the, the Tango One consulting I'm doing, which is, you know, a lot of the stuff which, uh, you know, I, I learned from you guys is gets applied into this stuff, um, into the leadership. It's not coaching gyms. It's coaching just leadership yeah. and teams. And I say to people, it's like, one, the service I offer, it's very hard to to see your return on investment from a dollar standpoint. But my job is to make your team work faster, make faster decisions and better decisions. And if we do that, then you like, you're not making money. That's why I love working... I actually like working. I people think, well, my business is always successful. Those are the business I think that I can help the most, right? Because man, that means you have a lot of the right pieces and you're the right person, you know. And you're going to apply these things. If the business is failing, it's like, well, man, it, the answer might not be what you like when we come in there. It's like to, you know, we need to destroy this thing and shake start,
1: some things up. You know, yeah. I
0: I love the people that are already successful that think like. it's like, yeah, you're a pretty good leader. All right, good. That's a one I want. Because I know if you're a pretty good leader, then you're already looking to develop yourself. You're already open to taking criticism. You're already open to these things. I love that. And we call mine the tactical reload. And I think it's like, it's a good way of looking at what you do for gyms. It's like, doesn't mean that you're not doing well, that you have to hire a coach. Tactical reload means I'm in the gunfight, and I have an opportune time to reload my weapon so I can fire more and never get out of that fight, right? It's not that I'm. It's not I'm running on empty. You don't ever want to run an empty onto that gunfight, right? You want to always be in the fight, be ready to go. So, taking that opportunity to find a guy like Dan, or or whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for leadership, maybe it's me. But finding somebody, and same with me, finding somebody who's going to to take me up to that next level. And we you talk talk about this yeah. all the time. You and I are constantly like talking about who's the next coach or what the next book is that we're reading. And that's well. think about
1: like, think about for you. And we don't have to disclose any numbers or anything like that, but like right now you have three, you, you have more than three businesses, right? You have, you have a multitude of businesses. And let's just say you found that person for you that inspires you to become a better leader, uh, a better marketer, um, a better communicator for public speaking. Like, Let's say you got 1% better in each of those realms in the next six months. And that was applied to the four or five, six businesses that you own. And you could extract another 1% out of each one of them. That's transpired into another 1% from all the employees or all the team members that you have. Like uh, it's the compounding interest effect of a 3% improvement to you is massive even if you just took your PL and you're like hey profitability across all companies improved by three percent this year it's that's to the tune of tens of thousands of dollars at this point so if it if it costs you five thousand dollars to hire a coach for that type of extraction like shit you i would do it all day
0: yeah and those very same things apply to your t-ball team that you're going to be coaching in a few years like it's true if you can like you told you had that great one that you sent me. I wrote it down. It's in my notebook at home. I um, forgot it. It's the you know, <laughs> leadership is maximizing the potential.
1: Yeah, of the is yeah. realizing
0: given potential. That's what right. it is. Yeah, man, and like that's what you're trying to do for if you're coaching your little league team or if you're you know leading a, a a group of heart surgeons. Like that's it's it's all applicable, man. And I I think that's just like such a way to look at it and the investment into yourself always always. Uh, Comes. I I don't think I've ever had it not come back and and
1: increase me somewhere. We talk about that. Like we've been. I mean, shit. We have been literally all over the country together, going to events. And have we ever left any event? And like things change, and you know, you make a decision, you want to invest money somewhere else. But like, I don't know if I've ever left a continuing education event and been like, hmm. I got nothing out of this because even if I went to an event and I was just like, ah, that wasn't great. Then at least it's teaching me to be like what I don't want to be like, or exactly. And and there's never, I've never left any conference anywhere without a tactical piece of advice that can be applied to my businesses ever, like literally ever. And um, yeah, I mean, I could say this with, with full transparency. It's like the, the Jim Jones experience, you know, five years ago, we were totally in, investing that going out there multiple times a year, but without that investment, this conversation is not happening. The business of strength might not even be around right now where in ter- like you know, maybe, maybe tangle one solution, you know, who knows, maybe I mean, the those, garage, those the
0: outliers. Yeah. there was no garage gym when I first went right. to Jim Jones.
1: And that, that was it.
0: I was looking around like, man,
1: man if that guy can do what I can do it. Like, so look <laughs> at us, like, right? Like, look, yeah. Look at us though. Like maybe that was a continued education event that had a linear path that we both finished. And man, I don't know. Like, I really don't know where the gym would be had we not invested personally because I was like, man, if I'm fucking going all in on this, like it rubbed off because it was self-improvement. So Joe was doing it. Big Mike was competing on a national stage and came out with us multiple times there. My brother was influenced by it. His friends were influenced by it. The other team members were influenced by it. And all of a sudden we were fucking competing and having war sessions in the gym that like created this mystique around the gym really it did and i'm not saying like that jim jones did that but us knowing that we were going to go get our asses kicked at jim jones was the uh pre like we were like we're not going to not be prepared for this so yo we're going in on this and uh that's what comes from that's the account that's accountability So when somebody comes to the business of strength, they're going to be like, wow, like, I'm going to learn business, like I'm going to leave, I'm making this investment, I'm going to get my investment back. And like, you can take one freaking campaign, you can change one thing, you could be listening to this podcast right now, just take one action item and do it. And it's like, there's your money back, there's your time back. Um.
0: Yeah, for sure. The, uh, the actionable items are huge. And I, we you and I did a call. And, and one of the actionable things I remember you saying to me, it was we were really killing it. The, the garage gym was really killing it. probably my best profitable year. And I remember you saying to me like, hey, like, now's the time to put away, you know, put away, put away, like start thinking for the bad times. And you know, you had no idea the pandemic was coming, right? Like, right. and And boom, like, but Thankfully, like it, I took your advice and I remember getting off the phone with you and I'm like, man, this guy's wise considering he's younger than me. But yeah. I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, man, how can we apply this? And that's when I kind of moved. I took some stuff and we moved it into the property and I made sure that everything we, that this, the gym wasn't the only thing that sustained my life yeah. and all of my employees. And God, thank God I did that because yeah. I on for eight months when it was really hard that helped us to make the right decisions.
1: So like- I just want to, I want to say something though, because y- you know, you're, there's a lot of times people like listen to something us us like, man, like I, man, I need to do an Airbnb or I need to start a consulting business or whatever. And they don't see the time under tension that led to the point of like, hey, I was in like um, one gym, right? For freaking 10 years before we did anything. And all I pretty much did was like, do training sessions and talk about the training sessions that we did. That's it. Like in our marketing, you were like a SWAT team leader for a decade. Like, you know, there's a level of like skills are portable. So you transferred these leadership skills to a business that has been successful because the skills were applicable to the same thing. It's like, you know, you can't outrun some of the work that needs to be done. Yes. Consulting can help, but you still need to develop the scar tissue from that. And to that, to the point about finances, like think about, I mean, I'm asking you right now, like on a SWAT team or a military team, like a tactical team, imagine only having like, um, like one person on that team with a firearm. Right. Or one point of entry. Right. Uh, Like you're only one point of entry, it's only
0: one spot to get shot. Like if I can come in from multiple points, I'm giving our, you know, Greatest
1: ability to win, right? right. So. And it's, that's that's the whole point. And it's but it's at that level. Like, do you have like the training to be on a SWAT team is like far more than you know you you guys. I don't. I'm asking like the training to just be a regular beat cop as opposed to not that there's not a lot of training with that, but the training to become a SWAT team member is probably like how much more.
0: Right. It's it's
1: the same as if you wanted to get your, you know,
0: general fitness cert versus being like, you know, West Side barbell. You know, like it's it's kind of similar. You have to all of a sudden put all this time in, right? If I'm just gonna lead a general group class, or do I want to go very specific and learn all these different you know tactics? It's the same. Like so, yeah, the training is is definitely above and beyond, and you gotta put the work in and yeah. continue to work because it's like just like the gym industry it's it's constantly changing it's it's and the criminals were getting better right which meant we had to get better and right. just as here the the competition's getting better there's more competition and then and now i really think that covid actually made that more uh prevalent is because a lot of the you know a lot of the the lower end say maybe not the best organized or maybe just didn't have enough time under tension they're gone and only the best are, are left. And now
1: we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're doing battle for the same customers in a, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. The, um, you know, I, I, I look back at my career and like when I was 27, 28, it was like, all right, let me, let me dabble. And like, we were doing some other, I was in that same building, but it was like, Hey, like, all right, let's start a agency over here for athletes and help them. Let's, Start building a piece of equipment that we use all the time and branded our own thing. It's like we probably did um, some of that too soon. You know what I mean? It's like just save your money. Like just save your money and reinvest into the thing that is paying you the most. So if the thing is that is the gym that's paying you the most, like you at that time were reinvesting into the gym, whether it be marketing, education, leadership ability, an investment could be for somebody listening that doesn't have any employees, like going out and hiring and training somebody that's really good is the number one investment you can make because it gives you back all this time. So, um, don't think that you need to open three gyms to be successful and have properties and, you know, (laughs) do weekend certifications, like get good at the one thing, reinvest in that one thing until it's fucking automatic. And at that point, I think when we gave you that advice, your one thing became automatic and it was time to, to, to grow.
0: Yeah. I always wonder, I always wonder if I, we were just at one, if we'd be more profitable, I always wonder that. So that's something for people to think about as they look to expand, because as you expand, there's always going to be, there's the expansion and a dip in your profits because all the profits are being sucked up by that new project because it doesn't have the people to facilitate it. So it's always something to consider. And, but you know what, I would never, I, there's no looking back for me, the people that, you know, that, that house these gyms, the people that run the gyms for me, that's, it's worth every single penny
1: you guys are killing it, man. So you guys, you. you should be so proud of what you've, what you've created. And, you know, I've seen it firsthand. Um, your community is better because you're there. And, um, I saw that with, I don't know, 500 people in a room. That was the most people I've, I've been going to events for since 2009. It's the most people and the most money I've ever seen raised in a day doing anything. And, you know, it speaks volumes to, uh, to what you and Danny and the rest of the crew are doing there. appreciate that, man. And same for you. Like imagine if
0: none of that happens. Like that's what's awesome about this world. None of that happens. If it isn't for our, you know, a relationship out that was the blossom on an dine and turned into this business relationship where I was paying for you for coaching and has turned into a, a friendship where it's like you know now we do it for each other. I was
1: uh, I was scrolling. We should put you know we should put for the podcast uh, photo is that I was scrolling through old pictures to um like I was just like sending funny pictures to Dana of Chase and I just like you know went just going into the depths and I found the photo of you on the thing uh where you're just like dude ice. <laughs> ice I'm like what the fuck does he want ice for <laughs> but you we, hey we battled through it we got out and uh man there's a picture actually hanging in the gym of my feet on the wall after the it was like 70 something calories oh my in a god minute. It's like, I don't think I've ever done a minute all out on the dine ever since. Seriously. No, never, never. Wow. I don't really think I
0: made anybody do it because I don't even want to make anybody feel. Any I don't even
1: I want like. to see it. It's like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome, man. Well, I know you got to do your roundup and get yeah, yourself man. out of here for the Friday afternoon. Beat your yeah. New York City traffic, whatever you got to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. I school, appreciate you jumping traffic. on your last minute. You. It's so great to talk to this you. It awesome. We yeah, do I'll a podcast, a it's just like our regular phone conversation. Yeah, man, this is
1: great. We should do this more often. It's easy. You know, You, you, uh, it's a catch-up. And if any anybody wants to listen in, they have the opportunity. But I'm pumped up to see you and the family in a couple of weeks, man. I can't Absolutely, wait.
0: man. If you guys want to follow Dan, check out the show notes. And follow Varsity House and the Business of Strength. I couldn't recommend it more. Thank you to HQ Nutrition for always supplying the focus that I need to get this podcast done. Code Tango15. We're over and out. Have a great one. Time to do more and be more.